If the love doesn't feel like nine days, nine days on me, Shan't help me say, I don't want it. help me say, I don't want it. If the love doesn't feel like nine days, nine days on me, Byron, help me sing, help me say, I don't want it. Yo, 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 you know what it is. Welcome to 90s R&B University. We are educating the miseducated on all things 90s R&B. I am Shan, your first lady, and I am here with the oh-so-wonderful professor. How are you doing today, B? <laughs> I was trying to stay quiet. You were so professional. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. I was trying to get it going. I was tag. trying to get it going today. Thought I was in class for real. You know, now I got put on my teacher's voice. Yes, I, I heard it. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be Claire Huxtable. <laughs> well, how you feeling? I'm great. I'm great. It's been a um, been a busy week, but overall, really good. Very busy, very busy, mm-hmm. but you know, this is the highlight of my you week. You know it. Every Friday, we got to give the yeah. people what they want, and that's 90s R&B <laughs> University. <laughs> so shout out to the Z Hive yes. and everybody that shows us love all week long and keeps us going strong. Absolutely. We got a big mega episode, so we got to dig right yes. in. Is that cool? All right, so let's, let's hit them with the headlines right. right quick. So... I know this is going to make you happy it and me happy. It is. So, so Silk Sonic has announced Silk the Sonic. date for their album. Finally, it's coming. It's, it's here. I, I think I screamed when I saw the scream? email. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoo, Chile, I am ready. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, we have been dying to hear this music since we heard Leave the Door Yes, open. yes. So They've been giving us little teasers. And now, yeah. Just drop the album. I don't want no EP. I want a whole LP. Look, yeah, I'm not mad if this <laughs> album is going to be 45 songs, you know, because I will listen to this. I'm just going to throw it yeah, out there. Yeah, this can go as long as it needs to, because after the first single and Skate mm-hmm. and wherever else they want to give me, I'm all ears oh, and I'm ready. Definitely, Boy, definitely. This, they make such good music separately, and they are a force together. Mm-hmm. So I have high hopes for this album. Same here, same here. <laughs> well, you know who else is coming with new music? Ooh. Adele announced the date of her brand new album. And let me tell you, ain't no album like an Adele album. Oh, no. You know, she hit us with the yes. 19, then the 21, then the 25, and now we are at 30. Ooh, it just keeps going up, doesn't it? Like, so, <laughs> so it's, it's, been, it's been fun to watch this journey, mm-hmm, right? Absolutely. So she started to put these billboards, these cryptic billboards all yeah, around the country. Yeah, well, not around the country, around the globe. <laughs> they had 30. And, you know, the Adele stands knew exactly what that meant. Yes. <laughs> as soon as they knew. saw 30. They, yeah, yeah she, the word went yeah, out. She gave, gave a little, little snippet then, of a song. A little snippet. She did. She gave a little snippet. I didn't listen because I don't want to hear no I, snippet. I didn't listen no either. Adele. I just I saw, whole... I saw the headline. There was a snippet. I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. Yeah. Because, you know, Adele. I'm good. I can't hear no Adele's snippet. worth waiting for. Yeah, I, I need to get all the way in yes, my field yes. for her song. So not, not 20 seconds of no, a field. No, no. Um, so, like you said, this is Adele's season. It is. Like, <laughs> like nobody else dropped an album yeah. because we already know when Adele drops, it's it's going to go through the roof. 
so that that was the thing like people started you know the, the <laughs> people are so you know they get really professional yes. when they start to try to figure things out so they noticed that taylor swift had moved her album release mm-hmm. date like a week up and they were like that can only mean one thing you know it you know it <laughs> That everybody's making room because they don't want to be embarrassed on November nineteenth. They do not because I'm not so listening please, to anything. Everybody, but a deal. Everybody, every, independent, whoever you are, just don't put out anything on November nineteenth. It will not work out well for it's you. Officially, a deal season, <laughs> and I am ready. It is that is a deal day. Give her the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait. If you can't tell, we're very excited Extremely. about this. You know. She just spans all genres, mm-hmm. but she got soul she for does. real, though. She does. So, can't wait to see what she does. And I don't want to put too much pressure on it either. I just want to enjoy it. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't think I will I don't think be. I've ever been disappointed in a in a never. ever. So never. I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready. You know. But she's she's growing up, and I just hope that you know her music mm-hmm. is you know still still captures us in that same. But she's been through a lot of stuff she over has. the last Ooh, five she years. She in, and I cannot mm-hmm. wait. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned y'all we will have a yes, review of yes. that <laughs> now did you see this party this cardi b birthday party oh my gosh cardi b she had all the ladies doing the dutty wine <laughs> everybody <laughs> i was dutty wine and just do was looking at the pictures yes, on yes. so cardi b threw this amazing dance hall birthday party such a great I idea you know i love the game for my knees <laughs> Right, but just everybody was in the mm-hmm. building. It was iconic. All the reggae artists, mm-hmm. uh, Tiana Taylor acting the fool. Always. <laughs> everybody. Always. Everybody showing out wearing next to nothing, getting yes. hot and sweaty on the dance floor. Um, it was it was amazing. It's one of those, every time I swiped the picture, I was like, dang, I wish I was there. Right. You know? <laughs> it was the place to be. It was. So. It was. Somebody throw a dance hall party so that I can get down. Hey, hey. <laughs> On the floor <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh man! All right, so we gotta keep we moving because, like I said, we got a lot to talk about. So I'm gonna let you throw it to your well, part. We already of the show. know it is time for those RM birthdays. So we have everybody was quite born. a few birthdays, <laughs> quite a few people. I'm just gonna do a really quick rundown. We had run through it, Ashanti run through it. celebrating a birthday, Maya yes. celebrating a birthday. Garfield Bright from Shy celebrating a birthday. My boo Word. Usher celebrating a birthday. Wait, 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 we can't just breeze by. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> Happy birthday, Usher. Y'all know how we feel we, about we Usher. Love Usher. We love Usher. We love Usher. All right, so we also had MC Light celebrating a birthday. Truth Hurts. Y'all remember Truth Hurts? She celebrated Funny a y'all. birthday. That's <laughs> the early season. Has celebrated yes, her birthday. Beans, greens, <laughs> You name it. <laughs> you we name have it. Keisha Cole celebrating a birthday. Eric Benet celebrating a birthday. And last but mm. certainly not least, Genuine. Oh, so fun. Woo! Celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday, Genuine. Happy birthday to everybody because everybody was everybody. born. The list was long. <laughs> the list was, it was long. Very, very long. Very long, but you know, happy birthday to everybody. We love celebrating these amazing people. Now, it's my it turn. It is your turn. Is it my it's turn? It's your turn. Y'all know what time it is, everybody. It's our album bursaries. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. 
Every week. Don't I you? just love, I love it every it week. <laughs> so y'all know the deal. Every week we celebrate the albums that came out this time yesteryear. Mm-hmm. So this week was no exception. So this week we have Michelle and Deggy Ocello with Plantation Lullabies. Oh, classic, yes, classic. Yes. Jagged Edge. A jagged era. Y'all know how I feel. We love us some jagged edge. I gotta be. We love oh, us some jagged edge. Come on now. Man, listen, when that dropped, <laughs> oh, listen. <laughs> happy, happy 30th anniversary to the late, the great Gerald yes, Levert's yes. private line. Love that record. Salt and Pepper dropped very necessary mm. October 12, 1993. Classic. Like, what a man. Yes. Shoot. Classic, classic. All of them. <laughs> Nothing but a she thing. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> I can't believe this was 1993. I just want to pause because I can't believe this was right? 1993. It seems like it was later in the game. But, you know, that's that's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, LL Cool J dropped the phenomenon, mm. something like a phenomenon, hey. and that four three two one that amazing <laughs> track. Man, <laughs> I bumped that album a mm. lot, actually. Yeah, um, another one that I could not stop playing was Most mm. Death, Black on Both Sides, dropped on the twelfth of October, nineteen ninety nine. I know. And I have to have to have to close this list yes. out with one of my favorite soul albums um, that's celebrating twenty years, and that is Angie Stone Mahogany Ooh, Soul. Yes. <sighs> just another album that makes me always think of this time of year, the season, and it's just pure classic soul. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. I love it. I was playing it a couple weeks ago just because I had to revisit and remind myself how dope this album is from cover to cover with Brother and Wish I Didn't mm-hmm. Miss You and just even the album tracks, Snowflakes, Easier Said Than Done, like all, all of those. Yes. Um, so go back and listen to Mahogany Soul celebrating 20 years. We love Angie. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and dive into this topic for today. All right. What are we, what are we talking we about are today? We're talking about solo stars. So these are singers who were once in a group and have gone solo. That's right. You know, in, in every group, mm-hmm. there's that there's, there's that one, one. There's one. That stands out above mm-hmm. the rest. And, and and they can't they can't help no, it. Not at they all. just shine brighter than the pack. You know, Diana Ross, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson, yep. you know. You can't fight the talent that they had and that they just were luminous mm-hmm. uh, above all the other people in the group. No offense, no shade to the group, <laughs> you know. But these people, they, they took a leap of faith to break out on mm-hmm. their own and try it. And they had some major success. So we're going to look at some of those artists from the 90s who took that same uh, act of courage and tried their hand at going solo. Mm-hmm. So shall we begin? Let's kick it off. So this list will be remiss if we did not kick this <laughs> thing off with the queen bee herself. That is right, Miss Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Ooh. I had to say Let's the whole get her name. Out the way now. I had to say the whole <laughs> Let's name. Let's get out the way now. <laughs> <laughs> so as we know, she started out with Destiny's Child back in the nineties. Yes. It was in girls' time. Girls' time. Way <laughs> back yes. in the cut. Running in the woods and heels. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then she branched out on her own, dropping her debut solo album in 2003, Dangerously in That's Love. That's right. 
But y'all made, made me right. feel yeah, some boo. type of way because she named her album after one of the songs from Destiny's Child, and that Survivor album. You know, but she she wrote it. She did. It, she, she wrote it. She, she sang it. That was her solo song. But I was like, yeah, mm. exactly. However, we all know yeah. what happened after that. Oh, absolutely. You know, but we we got to talk about that middle area, mm-hmm. that that moment where you know she was kind of stepping away from the group a bit mm-hmm. and dipping her toe into the solo world. Um, some of my favorite moments were her feature on Missy's album oh, in 99, yes. that crazy feelings. Yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, it start, It was originally like a song, mm-hmm. Missy and Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. And then Ended it just became Beyonce. this. Oh, let's just put Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, as things tend to be. Yes, of course. <laughs> That's of course. how life goes, right? And then, uh, you know, it's funny. I was watching some music videos a day and then, uh, I Got That came mm. on the song by Emil. Yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> and I had forgotten yes, about that feature. I was that just feature, about to say that you know? feature. You like read my mind. But as soon as it came on, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. I remember I got that. <laughs> you know, And of course, of course, of course, the duet with Mark mm-hmm. Nelson from the Best Man soundtrack after all is said and yes. done. All mm-hmm. of these moments just preparing her for this amazing solo career. Oh, like she was created for this. She was designed for this. She is the child of destiny, the promise. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Absolutely. So we had to kick it off with her because she is one of those major success stories and she's a legend. Yes, of course. And it started in that group, you know, and just that group mentality. She's able to. Uh, grow from that and just become an amazing force of nature that she mm-hmm. is. So we ain't mad at you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put one in the hat All next. Right. So I have some favorite voices of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I tell people all the time I love Tevin Campbell. Yes. I love Tony Braxton. You know, I love Day Hallister. Um, I also love Tony Thompson mm-hmm. so much. Something about you know, high five yes. and his voice and just, he was the golden child of the group, right? Um, and I love, like, she's playing hard to get mm-hmm. and uh, I like the way Kissing Game, those are my songs. When I was little. <laughs> you know, so when he actually went solo, he put out this album called Sexational mm-hmm. um, out in 1995. Um, I wasn't alone because everybody was working on this album. You know, we, we spoke about like underrated oh, albums yes, last course. week and I didn't include him on that. But this is one of them. And I say so because like everybody rallied around me. He had songs written by Mary J. Mm-hmm. Blige and Faith Evans and Babyface and Missy and Joe and Al B. Shore and Teddy Riley and Dave Hollister, Chucky Thompson, Devonta. Everybody wanted to be on this album, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they knew that Tony Thompson was that, that solo career was going to be amazing. Um, I don't think it got the shine that it should have gotten. Yeah. I I personally <laughs> had in heavy rotation, I Want to Love Like That, the first single, which was amazing. You know, it was this whole New Jack Swing bounce vibe that I mm-hmm. loved. The rest of the album, dope as hell. Um, so, you know, I love Tony Thompson. Unfortunately, we lost him uh, in 2007, but he's remains one of my favorite, favorite voices and just always m- reminds me of, like, being young and didn't have anything to do but listen to music oh, all day and just have a good time with, with positive, fun songs like the music that he put out with High Five and his solo career. So that's my thing. I love Tony Thompson. My whole family loves Tony Thompson because I made them. <laughs> you made them all fans. All fans. <laughs> Whether they wanted to or not. Yes. <laughs> 
Alright, so moving right along, the next artist yeah, on go. our list is Coco from S Double mm. mm -mm. Nobody sounds like Coco. No one. No one sounds like Coco. Her range mm -mm. is just out of this world. Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I ran to the store when this came Did out. Did you? It came out on my birthday. It came out on my birthday. <laughs> oh, right now. That's what I remember. That's what I remember because I ran to the store. Yeah. <laughs> birthday hat on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get hot cocoa when this album dropped. But go ahead and talk about it. All right. So, as we know, Coco was one third, aka the lead singer of SWV. And as you stated, like with Beyonce, everybody was drawn to Coco. They were drawn to her. They were drawn to those nails. And of course, that incredible voice. So, it was no surprise, you know, when she went solo and decided to do her own thing. I will say that I wish that her solo career would have taken off a little better. I feel like it didn't reach, you know, that pinnacle of success that one may have hoped. But you know, she did have some. She did have some pretty good songs in there. Of course, one being that "Men in Black" with Will Smith. Ugh, and yeah. Bull. Yeah. I mean, classic. A classic Absolutely. song. Yeah. And and sunshine is yes. one of those where you it's hear it song. and you're instantly transported back to summer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's such a good, good vibe. And this album, like, I don't know if, if our listeners have heard it, but please go back and listen to Hot Coco. Mm -hmm. There are some really great gems on there. Um, I love the duet with Tyrese. Mm. They do If This World Were Mine, a cover of that. Um, and then there's another track on there called Bigger Than We, which um, was written by the <laughs> maestro, the mastermind, <laughs> Brian Alexander Morgan, mm -hmm. who wrote all the other amazing uh, SWV songs. And it's just a great, uh, for me, it's it's a gospel song, but that was just a precursor to, you know, her gospel album oh, yes, that she put yes. out as well. You know, because Coco can sing it all, <laughs> you know, but this... Coco is phenomenal. I, I I love her with the ladies, though. I absolutely loved it. She came back and reunited with SWB to do it because I think there's magic there that can't oh, be of course, uh, of course. duplicated. And, and and even though I mean she was the lead singer of the group, I mean you need those other voices. Oh, as absolutely. Well. So, yeah, they just they're amazing. You know, weak don't sound the same when it's just Coco. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Oh man. All right. Is it my turn? It is your turn. I'm excited about this. You see me dancing. I do see you dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you are ready. So, you know I'm ready. I'm ready. So, I love this because a lot of people don't know that Usher started out in the group. He did. He did. Uh, yeah. So, New Beginning, N-U Beginning, mm -hmm. was this boy band out in Chattanooga, Tennessee, mm -hmm. um, the singer's hometown. And being the Dar High fam that I am, you know I have the album. Oh, I know you did. <laughs> did you know I have this record? I mean, it was, uh, Usher was about 10 years old when these songs were recorded. Um, so it's like 1991. Um, and, you know, as fate would have it, he, he, he stood out. I mean, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't deny the magic of Usher Raven. You can't, you um, can't. Yeah, you really can't. So, he was discovered um, by Bobby Brown's bodyguard, mm -hmm. A.J. Alexander, um, who got him seen at a talent show by Bryant Reed, um, which who's A&R at LaFace. And then that led to the big audition with L.A. Reed and Babyface, um, you know, but 
while he was in New Beginning, they had a couple of little local songs here and there, but it never popped the way that Usher, Usher popped, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So his family moved to Atlanta because they saw his potential. His mom, you know, shout out to Miss Jonetta, saw the potential. And the rest, as we know, is absolute history. History. Yeah, like best moves you can make. Sometimes you just have to reposition yourself and change some things around, you know, and and the blessings will come. So that's what the family did. And, you know, no offense to the the members of New Beginning, Reginald, Anthony, and Adrian, and Charles, and all them, but, you know, at least you get to say you went to Google Rush at one point. (laughs) It's Usher for all of us. (laughs) It, It really is. It really is. So, um, the, the music is available now, so those of you who are curious, you can go on YouTube and check out New Beginning. Um, I think a few years ago they put that, the album out on um, YouTube or whatever. Um, they didn't. They released the album after the success of um, 8701. That's, that's when I mm-hmm. got it. Um, they put it out uh, you know, nationwide. So if you're lucky enough to find it, the physical copy, but check it out on YouTube or any streaming service and check out New Beginning so you can hear Little Usher before he became U.S.H.E.O. <laughs> All right, so coming up next on the list, we have Mr. Dave Hollister. Another one of my favorite Another voices. Another one of your favorite voices. Now, Absolutely. I know or I knew of Dave Hollister, you know, of being one quarter of Black Street back in the day before going on to have an incredible solo career. But you you knew then, like, I, I heard about that his voice. song. Something about his voice, that oh, was I, just, absolutely. it was undeniable. Absolutely. Yeah, but when you hear, like, before I let you mm-hmm. go, you know, you know this person is not staying in anybody's No, group. not at all. But you know what, <laughs> one of my favorite, 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 um, Dave Hollister features is actually on Tupac's Keep Your Head Up. That is my mm. that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, all the features that I've mm-hmm. ever heard him on, or even some of his solo ones, like that Keep Your Head Up, him on that track was just, oh, yes. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. It was money. It was everything. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was uh, so excited when he uh, dropped his uh, solo mm-hmm. album, yes. Ghetto Hymns. Uh, Particularly because Can't Stay is mm. one of the most amazing moments in soul music. Just, you can hear the live instruments. Yes, you know how yes. we love some live instruments. We do. We love our live instruments. Show. We do. And just the storytelling and just transport you. Like, you mad at this girl. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> everything. You know, it just moves you in that way. Uh, but, I mean, he's able to, he's able to be a, R&B artist, the gospel mm-hmm. artist, anything, because that voice is so rich and full and emotive, and it just takes you everywhere you need to go, <laughs> you know? Um, but he had to go solo. This was fate. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Solo. You know? So I, I agree with this, <laughs> this addition mm-hmm. to the list, because Dave is phenomenal uh, and still sounds amazing, by the way. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, who so so we spoke about Terry Ellis mm-hmm. on the underrated LPs we did, episode we did. and we and we not going to stop today. <laughs> you know, cuz so even though all all the ladies of Vogue, you know, could could have released solo albums. You know, only only two actually did. Mm-hmm. So when the group went on hiatus um in 1995, Terry 
went out on her own and she put out that Southern mm-hmm. Girl Girl album. And I was not mad at all. If y'all heard the episode last week, y'all know I was hyped about this Extremely album. Extremely sure. hyped. Extremely <laughs> hyped. Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> and the hype keeps going because after the episode, I listened to the hey, album again. Hey, I got hey. more hype. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to me, Terry Ellis has always been the unofficial lead singer of the group. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the one I always think of immediately. I know some people will argue and say that's Dawn, you know, but to me, she's the glue that, like, holds the group together. Because mm-hmm. um, even after the hiatus, when she came back to the group and they put out Don't Let Go, and she's been riding with the group since then. She has. Like, she has. You know, she, so she has been that, that glue that's held everybody together. Um, but I just I just think that she's a fantastic artist, whether she's solo, mm-hmm. she gave us that amazing body of work. But she understands that, you know, she loves being in a group. She loves, and they, they sound beautiful together. They do. Together. They you really do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't uh, <laughs> discount anything that those ladies have done together. They've inspired a legion of all the girl groups mm-hmm. and female vocalists in the 90s, you know, so... Um, it was exciting that she went solo, but I'm also glad that she came back to the group because we need En Vogue in our lives. We need oh, Terry absolutely. Ellis as part of that. So, yeah. Love me some Terry yeah. Ellis. All right. So <laughs> coming up next is one of my personal favorites, the Kang <laughs> of R&B. <laughs> Kang. Bobby. 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 It's the Bobby Brown. <laughs> Yes, come on, I feel like talk I just about have a whole round of applause just right there, just by announcing his name. We're gonna put the applause in just for announcing we'll put in, Bobby. We'll put in, we'll he put deserves in. a round of Gotta applause. Respect Gotta respect the king. <laughs> yes, as we know, he was one of the founding members of the amazing mm-hmm. group New Edition. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Bobby, Bobby had his struggles. You know, he had his little things going on. And you know, when he yeah. left the group, he dropped his his debut studio album, King of Stage, in what nineteen eighty six. Mm hmm. Yep. yep you know, yep. and that was okay. That was cool. That was cool. But it boy, was cool. when he dropped that second album, "Don't Be Cruel," yeah. that oh, album yeah. is what really solidified Bobby Brown as this amazing solo star oh my god yeah it, it was revolutionary definitely for sure and that first album had to happen because you need to take that you do, first you do. step we know we talked about you the know? sophomore albums and how they really propelled a lot of these artists into really big stardom oh and yeah it was no exception with bobby yeah. brown same thing the yeah same thing for me for me there's he had to step away yes, yes. from the boys new edition mm-hmm. um so that he could become himself he had to find right his own sound. um yeah, he and with that Don't Be Cruel album especially, you know, he had the freedom to be mm-hmm. as nasty as he wanted to be, as bad as he Absolutely. wanted to be. And, you know, and just rewrite the rules of what R&B was sounding like at the mm-hmm. time. So, you know, working with uh, Teddy and working with Babyface for that New Jack Swing sound. You know, it just changed music. It did, it did. Completely. <laughs> completely what R and B that we knew it could be. You didn't just have to be in a little suit and croon and sing mm-hmm. these love songs. No, you could be humping around <laughs> if you needed to. <laughs> so, you know, there's no new edition without Bobby there Brown isn't. and there's no Bobby Brown there without New isn't. Edition. You know, so I love that you know, this is one of those amazing groups that has never like officially broken no, up no, you not know, at over all. the last thirty plus years. You know, they're all in the group still. And I'm still excited <laughs> yeah, and we, to see their residency when it comes out. 
Oh man, the residency on it. When it happens, we're gonna be right there. 2022. Front row center. Absolutely. I'm screaming out, Bobby! Bobby! It's gonna be me right there. In the front row. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. We love you, Bobby. We do. We do. All right, so we spoke about this queen earlier for the album Versaries, and we got to put her in here because Angie Stone is a bad mama jamma. (laughs) (laughs) So what some people don't realize is that Angie Stone is one of the pioneering rappers of the 70s. You know, she was one of the first uh, groups signed to uh, Sugar Hill Mm -hmm. Records, The Sequence. Uh, she was known as Angie B, yep. <laughs> you know, and they had that big song, Funk You Up, mm-hmm. you know, Funk You Up, <laughs> you know. But then, you know, Angie Stone is so talented. Then after that, she went on to become the lead vocalist of the trio Vertical mm-hmm. Hold, right? And and that great song, Seems You're Much Too Busy. Uh, and they had a couple of albums, you know, on the dance charts and uh, that's where she started to work with um, Lenny Kravitz, mm-hmm. and uh, and then she met D'Angelo, and we know that how that yes, worked out, her baby daddy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but then she ended up catching the ear of Clive mm-hmm. Davis, you know, who signed her to a solo deal on Arista Records, uh, and she put out that first album, Black Diamond, yes. with the amazing No More Rain in This Cloud, written by Gordon Chambers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gordon Chambers. Uh, and then some other songs I love on there, like Every Day and Life Story. Mm-hmm. But she just proved that she can do it all, yes. uh, run the full range of rhythm and blues and soul. And, you know, she continues to pour this mahogany soul out on upon us. And she's someone who's never looked back from those early beginnings of being in a group. Um, but she, yeah, she's, she's a queen. She's a leader of the pack. And I love Angie Stone for sure. And yeah, she's dope. Mm-hmm. Just continues to be dope. <laughs> love her voice. You know, she always reminds me of, you know, like uh, Betty Wright. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. She just has such a great, like, richness. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I enjoy hearing her, her storytelling through her music. So, yeah. And Gladys, too. She gives me a lot of Gladys. She well. does. She does. Yeah. Yeah. We need that. <laughs> All right, so coming right, up next on our list, we have the incredible Raphael Sadiq. Mm. Oh my goodness. All right, I know you love Raphael I Raphael do Sadiq. love Raphael Sadiq. Who don't love Raphael Sadiq? <laughs> Point them out. Who don't, why? Why you don't love oh, Raphael absolutely. Sadiq? Absolutely. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> so as we know. What are you doing? Who do you like? As we know, he was a member of Tony, Tony, Tony. I mean, and that was an impeccable group on its own. Oh, absolutely. Incredible. And of course, we know. You know what? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, before Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, because I've been doing my research. (laughs) I I love learning about origin stories, my favorite thing in the world, Mm -hmm. right? Especially soul origin. So. He had gone uh, to audition for Sheila E's yes, band he did. Uh, on the Prince Parade Absolutely. tour, and and it was that moment when he auditioned that he decided to change his name and call himself Raphael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so little Charlie Ray Wiggins yep. <laughs> was the Raphael tour. So when he came back from touring with the Purple One, he decided that he was going to make his own group, and I'm so glad he yes. did. He went back to Oakland. 
and he called on his brother Dwayne and his cousin Timothy, mm-hmm. and and that is how you know the greatness of Tony 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 uh, was was conceived. Um, I loved them because they they marched to their own drum. They, do. they, ne- they, they do. didn't dress like anybody. They didn't look like anybody. They didn't sound like anybody else. Um, and you know, I've gone back recently and like listened to their entire catalog. That's just what I do for fun. And you know, they were really crafting the early sounds of what we know as like neo soul music. Mm-hmm. You know, just the the talent, the the musicianship of everybody. Oh, you know, it was, they were always they're a band. To me, they're not a group; they're a band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because everybody could play something, everybody can write, everybody can sing. It's it's this magic force. Um, a moment that stands out for me, and I'm sure this stands out for you, was um, "Ask of You." Yes, that is my song. Right, and, the high and, and that random soundtrack. lady that yes. comes out of nowhere singing on the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a moment where you know all you heard was Raphael Sadiq oh on the radio, yes. and I think that's when you started to know the name of Raphael Sadiq. Mm-hmm. You like everybody said, I thought the man name was Tony. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's such a fantastic song that never ages. But for me, it was the start of like him becoming this household name and becoming this solo force oh, because yes, after that he started to produce for everybody and of course work with D'Angelo on that Brown Sugar mm-hmm. album and just continue to push neo soul music forward. Oh, his so, productions are just legendary. They are Yeah, legendary. and you just know them because you you feel this way inside about them. I mean, it's a a fullness, a mm-hmm. richness, uh and a earthiness. Yes. Um I feel like every song that yeah. I really love, I'm like, man, this song is banging. And when I go look at the lighter notes, it's mm-hmm. Raphael Sadiq. Like, every time it exactly. never fails. Exactly. Never fails. Mm-hmm. You right about <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, this song is jamming. Look at the notes. Oh, well, here. This is the reason. Makes sense. This is the reason. He, it's Sadiq. He's one of it's those. Sadiq. He does not miss. <laughs> he does not miss. Exactly. Exactly. You know, definitely one of the pioneers and the kings yes. of the neo soul yes. movement, and continues to make a music that is innovative mm-hmm. and fresh, and and keeps us keeps us energized and in love with this thing called soul music. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we got coming on up. All right. So listen, 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 mm-hmm. listen, listen. I know that we said solo artists. That's supposed to be the theme, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. To me, you cannot have KC without JoJo. They are a solo artist. They are. (laughs) You can't have one without the other, right? So one of my vivid memories, right, is I was driving in the car. And Mm -hmm. I remember, shout out to High 97. I'm from New York. High 97 was big. Ed Lover played their first single. He debuted it um, called You Bring Me Up, their first solo single. And then it was so good. I just remember he kept playing it over and over and over. He must play it about three times in a row. Wow. <laughs> and we were so hyped to hear this. I mean, the song was such a bop. They sounded so hungry. They were energized. Mm-hmm. But it sounded different from the Jodeci music that we had heard so long. And, and it was a conscious decision. You know, when Casey and Joe decided to go solo, mm-hmm. they steered away from those typical Jodeci songs you know, that were about sex and, and they had that grit and that hard edge true. to this them. This is true, this is true. Yeah. I, um, um, and, I will have to say that... Go on, talk about it. I'm not a big fan of the KC and JoJo songs. <laughs> you like the, well, like, you love like the grit. The grit. You like the I like the rawness. I like... You like the combat yes, boots. Yes, and the, <laughs> I do. It's... I don't know. It was just something. I feel like there was just something about about the songs that they put out. All you know, while they were beautiful songs, 
but it, it, it oh, just yeah. felt like there was just something missing. It, it may not necessarily mm, have been, Devante. it may not necessarily have been <laughs> the grid, um, but it was just something that was just something that was just slightly off for me. Well, for I would me. say because they didn't do, they didn't have that Devante it uh, been swing it sound been behind them, and and you know that was such an important part mm-hmm. of their this sound and music in general. This is true. You know, so and it's such a, a distinguished sound to it. You know, um, but. But we love them. We cannot. We, them. We, we do. We love them. And they, they wrote and gave us one of those amazing songs that we heard to nausea <laughs> in 1997. <laughs> you know, you couldn't get away from it if you tried. If you went to a prom, you everywhere. had to hear all my life. Everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Oh, my God. I liked it the first year. And then after that, it was like, oh, my gosh. It was like, oh, okay, okay. We get it. Listen. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> but still an amazing song. And the fact that they wrote the entire song themselves, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. was such a great Beautiful. look for them. Shout out to royalties. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So love, love the, the fellas of Casey and JoJo. And, you know, they are one. They're they, solo. Sorry. They are. <laughs> All right. Okay. We have two more and then we're yes. done. So Okay. So moving this yeah. list right along. Woo, we have mm-hmm. one of the greatest I do mean the greatest of all time to ever do it, Miss Lauren mm-hmm. Hill. You gotta say the you miss. gotta say the miss. Gotta <laughs> put the respect on Miss Lauren Hill now. I mean, yes. as we know, she started out with a group, the Fugees, way back in the mm-hmm. early early nineties. Mm-hmm. But nappy heads. <laughs> you know, when she reached that released that solo album, the Miss Education mm. Hill. But even before that, mm. her features that she oh, was on yeah. were just incredible. The features. Well, we, we got to go before that. We got to go. Back, we do have to go back. Back, back to Sister, Sister Act. Act. <laughs> we got to go back to Sister back. Act. So Rita Louise Watson. Yes. <laughs> that incredible you know, voice. We knew, we knew then. We, we, oh, we, we knew, knew then. We knew. Yeah, had us all singing gospel. Yes. Y'all ain't been to church. She was <laughs> <laughs> had us all sing gospel. We knew there was something special about Lauren yes. Hill. You know, when we took the top and she took the bottom. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. and, and she just continued and continued to just surprise us with her vocals, with her rapping ability, with her consciousness. Yeah. I mean, she her her range. She just had yeah. a great range, and there's always a beautiful message within any piece of art that she put out. Yeah, but to your point, when that, when that album, album hit that, in nineteen ninety eight, when every piece, <laughs> every piece of skill in her artillery came together, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, to form this amazing body of work that we just praise today because it is incredible. Absolutely, it's immaculate what happened here. There were no rules; it was like completely her. Whatever genre that she wanted to she do, do, we just roll with it. She could rap on a song, she could sing on the same song, she gave us a completely full mm-hmm. vocal song if she wanted incredible. to. She gave us reggae, whatever she wanted to do, we were down mm-hmm. for it. <laughs> you know, um, and of course, we love that the group, the Fugees, is reuniting right yes. now as we speak on tour. You know, and getting heard, some great I've heard reviews. some great they, things about them, you know, being reunited. They need to show up on time. They need to show up on time. <laughs> but they're there. They made, the it, they made it, though. They made it. They made it. They once they get on that stage, you forget all about it. I hear the show is amazing, and you forget all about it. You know, um, so that's a big part of her. You know, and I think about those songs mm-hmm. that you know. 
anytime that Lauren Hill's part came on or Ready or Not or oh, you know, Bougie La, all those, or just Killing Me Softly, which was I like mean, her on, her, her own was, lane was, to play, right? Yeah. You know, that was the that was the that mark. Was the where one was like, for okay. me. That was the one for me. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness, yeah. yes. Absolutely, All absolutely. Right. Who um, we have so to close out this list. So yeah, we got we gonna close, we'll out. close out. And you know, you know, I had to do this. You know? <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, no, nah. yeah, no, I had to do this. So raise your hand if you didn't see Cisco going solo. <laughs> <laughs> We all saw. I don't see any. Don't I don't worry. see I'll any wait. hands. I'll wait. <laughs> I don't see any hands up. All right, <laughs> you know, Cisco was is I should mm-hmm. say because he's still doing this thing. Cisco was every artist that I loved, right? Mm-hmm. In in one blonde head ball, <laughs> you know. Who didn't love Cisco? So you know, he was Michael Jackson. He was Bobby mm-hmm. Brown. He was KC. Yeah. He was everybody. He was all, everybody. All wrapped every, into one. Into one piece of red leather jacket. <laughs> he loved that red leather jacket now. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, you know, and, and the group, Drew Hill, was amazing. I mean, he, he was energetic. He was hopping hard on everybody on the Tell Me song. Oh, yes. Just always putting 120% into any absolutely, song that Drew absolutely. Hill put out. You know? So... When he put out that solo album, we were all on board. We were ready. That wore out too. I and out. yeah, everybody. I just think about school. Like everybody, every lunch table <laughs> playing the same album, trying to memorize these songs and these dance Absolutely. moves. Absolutely. You know? uh, it, it was a moment. It was a moment for the culture for sure. Um, and one of those moments where everybody rallied around this album because Cisco was he the, was that one. I, I, I ain't gonna curse. I ain't gonna curse. He was that one. <laughs> You know, yep. he was the hit. He was the hit. <laughs> he was the hit. You know, but he had Devante and Babyface and Mata Jordan, Case and Nokio, all on these amazing songs like Incomplete. Mm, oh my. yes, man, listen. And is love enough? If I ain't hear that enough, my times. favorite was How Can I Love You Tonight, written by Case. How can I That's love you? All right of them. So, there's not even like to me. There's not even like album songs. It's just, it's a, just, it's a, just good, a good album. Good album. Just a good album. And of course. Another song that we heard too much, Thong Song. That thong, 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 thong. <laughs> exactly. We had this conversation we have, before. We right? have. Like, when when you listen to it <laughs> out of your own mm-hmm. <laughs> selection, yes. I prefer that. I don't like when people make me listen oh, to it. Gosh, I like for no, it just come absolutely on. Absolutely not. Because <laughs> we had a lot of that mm-hmm. in 1999-2000. It was all over the radio. It was all over MTV and The Grind and all it that It was everywhere. Stuff. It was everywhere. <laughs> spring break. <laughs> it was a spring break anthem. Oh, definitely. definitely <laughs> and the summer jam. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, and Cisco was riding high, you know. But but as we know, Cisco has returned to Drew mm-hmm. Hill. I mean, to me, he is Drew Hill. New He's, Hill. Yeah, New he Hill. Drew mm-hmm. Hill. Yeah, New Hill. <laughs> uh, cheers. Cheers to Drew, as I call all those them. Members, since they got players. All those members. All of them, all new new members. You know, uh, they recently challenged every other boy, uh, R&B group. So we'll see how mm-hmm. that goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But. You know, Cisco is is amazing. I had to close out this list with him. Unleash the dragon, revisit yes, it. If yes. you can't remember it, go back to it. There's some gems on there. And Cisco is just one of our R and B icons oh, <laughs> for absolutely. sure. All right, that's that's it. And, and <laughs> what a, a list, list that was! That was a list. <laughs> right? Exactly, that was quite the list. Exactly. Oh my gosh! 
So, so you know, solo stars. Yeah, you know, to all the listeners, we know we may have forgotten some, even though it was a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but we do hope that this list has encouraged you to step out and try whatever it is you want to do. Nobody yes. can dim your light but you. So be a star, even if it means you got to shine solo and rock out on your own. So that's what I learned with that from word. this list. Come, come on, on with that good word on. today. Just dropping a word on today. Y'all dropping some gems <laughs> today. I hope y'all are taking notes. <laughs> the doors of the church are about to be open. <laughs> but before <laughs> we get out of here, everybody, we have to remind you and we'll share some things with you next mm-hmm. week because you do not want to miss next week's episode. Ooh, Just so letting excited. you know. Yes, it is our one year anniversary, y'all. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> We are turning one years old. (laughs) You know, big things are going to be popping. We got a lot Mm -hmm. of great things in store for you next week. But in the meantime, between time, please, please, please follow us at 90s RNB University on Instagram, y'all. All all right. And be sure to sign up for the Cultural Coffee newsletter Mm -hmm. at ZumbleMedia.com. You know what to do. Pour yourself a cup of 90s music fashion, movies, lifestyle, hitting your inbox every single Friday morning. Yes. (laughs) You know, um, some great articles by myself and Shannon, the whole Zumbo clan. So, Mm -hmm. you know, get down with us every Friday. This has been great. It has. It has. So much fun. (laughs) Yeah, I got a lot of music to listen to. I'm about to go listen Same to some, here. Same <laughs> some here. New Beginning and some <laughs> Dave Hollister <laughs> and some Cisco for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to head out of here. But you know the deal. I am your Professor B. And I'm Shan, your First Lady. And we love you, love you, love, love you, you for listening. Peace. Bye.